Hello everybody and welcome to The Real Ill Show where we keep it real for you. Yeah. Welcome back to your favorite podcast where we find a way to reference working out in every context imaginable. Today we're supposed to talk about a different topic. We're supposed to talk about social proof and the psychology behind it. But due to unforeseen circumstances, we'll leave that for another time. That episode's still coming, but our guest couldn't make it to the show today. So we had to pull uh, a topic out of the air. and Out of our asses. Out of our asses. That's true, that's true. Have to pull a topic out of our ass. And that topic is gaming and video games in general. And what we're going to talk about today is... We're going to talk about our experience with video games. And I guess the positive sides of video games, the negative sides of video games, and also how games are shaping um, entertainment and culture. So let's just uh, cut the chase and get straight into it. So how how much how much do you game, Will? How, ma- how much of your time do you spend playing video games? I'm not a huge gamer, to be honest. Um, maybe I spend, uh, let's say, <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's say ten hours a week. Ten hours maybe, a week. Maybe maybe fifteen, something like that. All right, yeah. all right. I, I wouldn't say that's heavy on gaming, so I don't consider myself a gamer. I game, but not not a gamer. Right. And I don't do any professional gaming anyway. Yeah, me neither. I don't do any professional gaming either. Um, have you been? Have you always been? Have you always played games since you can remember? Um, I guess. How do you? Or were there, I guess, I don't know how to put it. Have you always played video games the same amount of time and enjoyment? Or has that changed over the years? If we're talking strictly video games, because I've played like card games. No, no, no. Let's talk about video games. All right. If we're going to stick to video games only, I believe I started playing video games... um, Back when I was six, seven, I think that was around the time we got computers, wasn't it? And um, <clears throat> the old school. And, and ever since then, I think I've already, I've always kept like, a, um, how how would I put it, a healthy level of um, gaming habits, so to speak. I never went big on gaming, mostly because I never had the. A machine, the computer, to handle big games and uh, intense graphic uh, graphic games and stuff like that. So I never were really much into gaming because I could never afford a machine, or my family could not afford a machine where I could install the the latest games and play the latest games. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I had a period when I was in tenth grade where I'll play Counter Strike all day long for about 10 months straight that was it man i would just play that game all day uh, until i went to sleep Uh, that is the only time in my whole life where i went huge on games you know i would spend ridiculous amount of hours gaming but now um i have a great machine i have a playstation i can buy anything i want that has to do with gaming and still uh i don't game as much to be honest yeah. What about you, um? 
you're a bit of a gamer now. Yeah, you're not like me. I've always been. I've always been. I've always, uh, I've always played video games. I don't know how many hours I play a week. Uh, probably more, a bit more than you. Maybe, maybe twenty, twenty-five hours per week. Um, but I've always, I've always liked video games since I was a kid. I started playing video games when I was, I don't know, four, five, when we could afford buying like those old school Chinese knockoffs of uh, Nintendos. Call them the Terminators in Bulgaria. Oh, like, really? Yeah. I never, I never heard of those. You never heard about the Terminator? Nah, we used to have those. Uh, yeah, they call, we, call, we called them TV games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the name was Terminator. Really? Yeah, it was. It was, it was those. Um, you could plug in like uh, those um, cartridges, and you played like Super Mario and like the Nintendo games. Yeah, but, but, but I never thought I, I never heard the Terminator. Term. Yeah, so so because the original Nintendo was obviously more expensive to import into Eastern European countries, and the original original Nintendo games were also more expensive to import. So there were these knockoffs that ran the same system as Nintendo's, and pr the games were pretty much clones, like exact clones of like Super Mario and whatever. So we played the same games. Why the, is it that every time in Eastern Europe you cannot afford the Western thing, but you had to play the copy or the knockoff or yeah, the hacked yeah. version? Yeah, yeah. Well, because we didn't have so money. Always like that. We didn't have any money, so yeah. So yeah, they were called the Terminator, and you get Terminator cartridges, and you swap them with your friends and whatever. So that was that was my first uh, my first gaming like platform that I played on, and then. Like it, like you and most most kids growing up in Eastern Europe, uh, we couldn't afford a, a decent computer. We had a computer at home that my mom bought from some office that was moving stuff, and they had like a leftover computer, and it was broken. When someone fixed it, then then it was working, and I, I played like games on that too. Um, but yeah, like uh, like I've I've been I've been playing games since I can remember. Um, it's been uh it's been a, a very consistent part of my life playing games um now like i have a a pretty powerful computer to play games on i have a playstation 4 i barely touched the playstation i think i've owned it for two years and i've probably got a week of game time combined on for all those two years i still games they haven't touched just because i kind of like um gaming changed for me since I was a teenager, um, before I used to play all kinds of games, like all kinds of single-player games and multiplayer games and all kinds of stuff. But now, gaming at this point is, I would say 90% of gaming is activity that I do with my friends. Um, so that's why I don't really touch my PlayStation much because most of the games I have are single player and most of my pl friends that they play games they don't have a PlayStation 4 or they don't care about it. Everyone just plays on computer. So for me gaming right now, it's it's like a, almost like a, 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 like a nice activity to do with your buddies because you, you talk on Discord, you have a laugh and you, you play together and whatever. So Does it have anything to do with the COVID situation or did that thing start uh, no. before, before the pandemic yeah it started before the pandemic pandemic didn't really change my i'm not playing less or more in in the pandemic and i think i'm playing the same amount and all my friends are playing the same amount 
Um, so it's 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 been consistent, uh, consistent time of playing and whatever. Right. But yeah, like uh, like I've, I've been playing for for a long time, and yeah, like uh, I I think that video games are, and this is something that like I'm actually stealing a quote from you. Uh, they've grown so much in terms of not only like how they look and how they play, like obviously they look much better now, but they've been evolved in terms of storyline and and, yeah. and gameplay and music and atmosphere and whatever and you said it's like it's like an art form isn't it it's like an art form yeah I, i'm waiting for whoever to actually come out and say you know what games are the next art form because it really combines everything it combines the science of programming it combines design it combine combines art it combines um level thinking it combines <clears throat> the technical expertise to make everything smooth and performant uh it combines storytelling cinematography it, it's just there is a very lot, yeah. complicated and new art form that is low-key going under the radar right now but to me in the next 30 years it's going to be up there with movies and and we'll have gaming oscars and stuff like that we're just not there yet because gaming is always considered a childish thing right and um, yeah this I is think, yeah this is an interesting point this yeah is... but but people were starting to notice like the latest games for the past five years have had uh, 10 years actually had some amazing plots and experiences and they engaged the uh the player in so many different ways you know that for example movies cannot cannot do that yeah right and as and, and the closer we're pushing our uh graphic technology to realism the closer we're getting to that you know um different experience you know because like imagine the world when we just had radio right and then we move into cinema and right now imagine a world where we're going to transition from cinema into a rich graphic games that are as vivid as a as a movie yeah you know yeah, yeah i think yeah like this this is this is what i was referencing that i remember when we played um, ghost of tsushima it's a game that released this year it's an amazing game that's when you when you said the yeah. video games are, are they sh they, it wouldn't be a surprise if there's like a proper I mean there's game of the year awards and whatever right now but it's not it's like a it's, it's not like a glamorous event like an Oscar or whatever but I truly uh, I truly agree that video games have taken such a incredible growth um, in, in every aspect possible that they should they, they really should be like Oscars and they should really be like people that work on games and people that make games should really appreciate should really be appreciated much more than they are now because yeah it's it's very difficult there's a lot of moving parts um extreme extremely difficult we we often joke about together how when we're doing web development it's like i don't know it's like if we're painting squares and the gaming programmers are building a building you know it's that's the difference as between us as developers you know yeah making a game it's it's a 
it's a year-round project. It takes maybe two, three, five years. depends on how complicated the game is. You know, one of those, uh, one of the most recent games, say God of War, for example, took years, six, seven years, something like that. You know, and um, people are waking up and starting to treat games as as a new art form, as a new way to express their creativity and um, skill and everything. You know. Um, but uh, still, society has this uh, predetermined view that games is a childish-like activity, so it's not to be taken seriously. Kinda. Right? I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure about that anymore. I think. I definitely find that. I guess in women, for example. Yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say that if you ask, if you ask a girl, that she would. Right. Mo most girls would probably say. That games is like playing games is kind of like a, a boy thing and only boys do it and they don't really take like I, I don't know if you're a girl and you're listening tell us about your opinion about guys over the age of 18 that play video games um, but I think that like it's it's mostly like a, a girl's women's opinion um, just because they don't really understand it it's the same way because like if 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 a girl gives you shit for playing I don't know, Counter-Strike for six hours or whatever. But then at the same time, she spends six hours... Um, I don't want to be a stereotypical here, but let's say she spends six hours watching Sex, of the C Sex in the City or watching some series or or browsing Instagram or whatever. Where's, where's the difference in, in those two activities? You can argue, well, well, you know, like gaming is better or TV series are better. So yeah, I think that opinion is kind of kind of um, kind of biased depends on who you ask and I agree that probably most most girls like think that way just because they don't really understand it because they haven't played as much and I, I, I always found that interesting how do guys get into games more than girls I guess it's more some, some serious psychological aspect we should ask maybe uh, yeah maybe like like yeah. so okay so my my theory is it's all about how you bring up your children as parents. Um, so if you if you're a family that has a girl, and you, you buy her girly stuff and in, in quotes like Barbie dolls and pink stuff and 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 princess kind of stuff like you know the the, the stuff you would buy for a little girl. Yeah. Um, you she's she's never really gonna find playing games that interesting because most games are like like i mean most of the games are kind of like action oriented just like you know you shoot at stuff you you fight with people you solve puzzles you kill things you kill things and yeah those things are like yeah because like if you have a boy like you would buy him like little like toy soldiers or like little plastic guns and and like cars and whatever and like you would like show him like i don't know you would get him into like guy sports like i don't know football and karate and stuff like that so i think it's just like i don't think it's like i that's my opinion right so we don't have a psychologist on the show this time but my opinion is just if it's about how parents raise their children it's if you never expose your child to any elements that they might find amusing in a video game they're never really gonna like it because they're never really tried it they never really played it if you never buy them a console when they're a kid you never like expose them to it they'll just never understand it and we humans have this habit to reject 
or dislike things we don't understand. So I think that's, I think that's where it comes from. It's just the lack of exposure or whatever. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing to, like, not expose your kid to TV games. I don't know if it's a doctor's prescription to be like, okay, so you need to like tell your kid to play video games and buy them a console or whatever. Because there is um, like, like one of those. How would I say it? Minor sins in a way, because like it's <clears throat> generally considered a time waster to to play video games because it's not uh, generally it's considered that it's not enriching your life in any way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's something. It's a leisure entertainment activity that you do in order to pass the time and have some fun. That's right? uh... and usually those things are not bettering you, you know, in any shape or form uh and <clears throat> we're gonna have a discussion later on that because we have a question yeah I was, ab I was about to ask you do you want to plug in that yeah, question we, now we have a qu yeah we could have it now uh, you can i think it's Go a, ahead. i think it's please, a good segment please. okay so yeah it's the question comes from nikolai uh who's asking is gaming a waste of your time and we're just starting to talk about it so we might as well just answer it and uh, get in there so i'm very <clears throat> I'm a very goal-oriented person, and I usually structure my time in a way so I don't have as many time wasters, right? As uh, let's just let's just go with the theory that gaming is a time-wasting activity, right? Okay. But right, but <clears throat> excuse me. But the thing is, um, any any fun activity can be considered a time-wasting activity. If you consider time a resource that you always put in for bettering yourself, which is, I don't know, that's a very limited view of time, to be honest. And to live that way, I like bettering myself. I like working out harder. <laughs> I, I like how you mentioned that we compare everything to working out earlier. Yeah. Um, I like... Um, I study new things related to my job, technologies and stuff. I read books. Uh, I listen to podcasts. Um, this one uh, in particular. And um, I do a lot of activities that I consider that would better me, right? right. As a human being. Um, although I, I, I don't know why I need incredible strength to pull myself upwards. But I do it almost every day. And <clears throat> to be honest, I, I don't think that if you do stuff that are not bettering yourself, you're wasting your time. I think that's a very limited yeah. view of life and the world, to be honest. And, but at the same time, I don't consider that if you do no activities that are bettering yourself and only fun activities, yeah. that's also okay, right? There's got to be like a middle There's balance. There's got to be a middle ground, yeah. You know, um, look and... Um, look uh, in your life because uh, you don't want to end up having all of your time spent on doing fun stuff and you don't want to have all your time spent on learning uh, studying and yeah because you, uh, you, you burn know, out you burn yourself. out yeah you you, yeah, you, you, burn, you burn out, out. I, I, this is a common problem with me and you we we burn out we very burn out. very quickly very easily because we just push hard on the things we pursue and then we end up burned out because we we need to remind ourselves, uh, ourselves, yo, you need to take a break, you know. And um, I, I, I don't think gaming is a time-wasting activity uh, because, <clears throat> for example, let's take a, a game like Ghost of Tsushima, 
that game is just an incredible experience in itself. As a story, as a gameplay, as uh, the cinematography, the storyline, everything about that game was just amazing. Same goes for God of War, same goes for Spider-Man, for example. And I love those games, and I would play them again, and I consider them just like, uh, in a way, an experience just like watching a movie, but uh, way, way richer. Because I would watch, uh, say, Lord of the Rings. I would watch Lord of the Rings again and again. I love that movie, right? So with gaming, um, I, I approach it from the angle of just another art form, as I mentioned before. Uh, now, I talked to my friend Nikolai, who asked the question. He, he thinks that, well, well, he believes that a lot of the games he's played taught him English, the English language, taught him good reflexes. And all other kinds of skills. And yeah. I also agree with that point. Like, you could actually extract real value that all these uh, 5 a.m. wake-up people want to, yeah. you know, dedicate their life to. And you could also extract those same uh, kind of, you know, <clears throat> improvements from gaming as well. You just have to look hard enough and play the game that's going to better you in whatever uh, shape or form you want to be better true you know true yeah i don't i don't well, necessarily I, I don't think it's a time i don't think it's time wasting activity at all yeah i don't yeah like i don't really think that you know you should like look for games that like improve your like uh you should like orientate towards i think you should play games that you enjoy um and yep. that's that's true there's a, there's some studies out there that prove that um, playing games can improve your reflex. I mean, it does improve your reflexes. Like, depends. Yeah, on, it, it's it true. Does. It it does improve your reflexes, and there's studies that prove that you, your reflexes and problem-solving skills could be solved, uh, could be uh, increased by playing video games. But that doesn't mean that, like, you know, if you, if you want to get better at at I don't know problem-solving, you may be better off solving logical puzzles or stuff. Not look, don't not looking for that kind of skill set to come from video games. I think games should be played to be enjoyed, um, and I agree. I don't think playing games is a is a waste of time because um, I never felt like any of the gaming I've done has been a waste of time, uh, and I've got a lot of great memories from playing video games. I've got a lot of friendships that I've um, uh, that were created or enhanced from playing games with people I just met or people I knew from before but um, then I got to know them better while playing games shout out to Christina and Pete and Reese if they're listening to the to the podcast but yeah those are people from work and one one of the one of them is not even from work I met them from some guy and we just became friends and um, we started playing together then we met we, we did a LAN party we all got together in uh, uh, one of the guys house and we brought our computers and playstations we did like a whole gaming like uh, marathon i think we played for like 16 hours straight or whatever so um and I, yeah and i've got like some great great memories from like uh my teenagers from playing games and i can remember when i was really into world of warcraft and and there's like a whole group of us they were everyone was really into world of warcraft and we played together all the time and we we went to like beat this difficult dungeons and difficult bosses and hunt this gear and I just have such memories. Like when I look back on those days, uh, I don't really feel like I've wasted my teenage summers or whatever. Uh, for 
a couple specific reasons. We didn't really like go extreme on it. We didn't play for like 20 hours a day. We still met up in real life. We still hung out in real life. We still uh, went outside, went to um, went camping, spent a lot of time outside. We mainly played for like afternoon, like, like I mean, sorry, like we would go out for the night to grab a couple of beers and whatever. Then we'll go home, play, play during the day when it was too hot to go outside anyway. And yeah, like when when I look back on those on the on those days, I just feel nothing but like just like nice memories, not, like happiness, and it was just like everyone was just. And I still like some of these people that we used to play games with. We still keep in touch, um, and yeah, it's just for it. Playing games with other people could be like an amazing form to just uh, forge a, a good friendship, a good relationship. But it, like you said, if all you do is play games. And you didn't do anything else, and that goes for any activity. Like if you're, exactly. maybe, yeah. maybe it's not even games. Maybe it's just rewatching Friends all the time. If all you do, or like The Office or whatever, if you, if you're, or I don't know, any anything like maybe a movie or maybe like you just read, because like a lot of people praise that the 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 reading books is like the alpha intellectual pastime. That people think that like yeah. oh, if you're reading books, you're like. This is the the most intellectual activity you can do to relax, to entertain yourself. But if you're reading some dumb book that that doesn't have any like real story or real like good writing, if you're reading some like shitty romance novel or some shitty like action Fifty novel, Shades of Grey, shit. yeah, yeah, that that kind of caliber, that kind of shit. And if if you if you're if you're reading those kind of books and you're and you're beating your chest and you're saying and you're thinking that you're intellectual because you're over the peasant video game activity and you're reading books, uh, useless. You're you're not. So it all depends. Like any activity could be a time waster. Uh, you can enjoy it a lot, but it could still be a time waster. Uh, but if you just schedule your shit and keep a balance and you, you truly it, it, so this is my favorite if you if you if you feel like you have a good balance when video games are not interfering with your real life in a negative way uh let's say i don't know maybe you play too much games in university and you fucked up on your exams maybe you've you played too much games and you didn't prepare for a job interview and didn't get a job maybe you had maybe you didn't get your exam whatever then that's not an issue with video games. It's an issue with your control. But yeah. also, also, you're letting you're letting your uh, obsession with games yeah. get the better of you. Yeah, yeah. But it's a dangerous ground though because there's no denying that the problem with video games is they're just way too fucking fun. That's that's the yeah. main problem. Um, it, it has a very addictive quality. Yeah. To Plus, like there's like progression, and you and you get better. Like you, you get better at like like you start first start playing the game. Let's say you're playing like some shooter or whatever. And at first, like you're missing your shots. You're not really like hitting people. Then like you play more, you play more, and you like getting more accurate. Your reflexes get better, and this feeling of progress, it's not really going anywhere besides the game. Yeah. Like you're not gonna like go out and like grab a mouse and a keyboard in real life and shoot people. Maybe not today. Maybe sometime when we have like robot soldiers. The gamer, yeah. like gamers, would be the new. Oh shit! I actually never thought about it. Imagine like when we have rebel soldiers and they seek out the best FPS gamers to control the I've soldiers. I've thought about this so many times. I've thought about how that's if fucking you crazy. Have a, 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 a robot soldier, you yeah. know, in the battlefield. Yeah, it wouldn't. It, 
you would actually hire the best, um, you know, gamers, the best players, yeah, and FPS yeah. guys because they have the fastest reflexes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 dude. That that's that's a that's a completely plausible theory. You would just get like the best people, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> like um, going back to the time wasting question, the time wasting theory. Yeah, video games are way too fucking fun, and they're very entertaining. And that's the problem with them; they're just too good. I slip um, up, yeah. You can definitely slip up. You can way. slip up, uh, but if you you just need to schedule your not not even schedule, but you just need to organize yourself in a way. Then you can reap the benefits of them, like enjoy them, have uh, have a lot of fun, uh, play with people, make friends and whatever. But don't let them interfere with your life in a negative way. Is if you feel like for me, I have a rule: I don't play any games before six p.m. Um, yeah. Ever, ever. Like okay, so here here here's the the entire situation. I don't really the lunch breaks. No, no, no. I don't play on lunch breaks anymore. I work out oh, on my lunch okay. breaks now. No. Um, okay. but I don't have a like norm, normally yeah, the lunch break thing was like uh, okay we used to play uh, on our lunch breaks because we were working from home for maybe a couple of months with these people but like I, I stopped because I, I just prefer working out now uh, <laughs> on my lunch breaks <laughs> but normally like even on the weekend or whatever I don't play any games before 6pm I don't I don't like if, if I wake up on a Saturday it just kind of feels weird to just like first thing I do when I'm walking up to sit down and play games it's just like i'd rather do other stuff maybe like like walk the dog go for a workout write some code learn something yeah, you, new you need like a a bit more dynamic activity yeah 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 a bit right. more a bit more and that makes me feel like when it when like whatever six seven o'clock rolls i just kind of feel like i've heard my time I'm like okay i've been a good boy i've done all my shit for the day uh, I feel like I've achieved some growth now. It's it, like gaming is a reward, you know, yeah, like a, yeah. like a piece of cake. Yeah, where you exactly. Treat yourself yeah. after a hard working day or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that's like that's how that's my that's my main strategy. So I do make exceptions uh, for so for certain cases. So let's say a game I'm waiting for comes out, then I'm gonna play all weekend. I'm gonna wake up, have a coffee, yeah. and, and start playing. Yeah. Or maybe let's say you and me want to play something over the weekend because we just want to chill. If it's a special occasion, I break the rule. Uh, but it's not like it is. It, there's not. It doesn't happen that often. It doesn't happen that often. A, yeah. I used to have a colleague that would get like, um, like a month off every time a new World of Warcraft expansion uh, came out. He would just take twenty days off, man. Yeah, yeah, so that's like that a, a you know what? I'm gonna play video games all all, all month long. Just uh, count me out, man. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, and so just yeah. Play that. And, and it was weird at first, but then I thought about you know like this guy wants to do that. That's how yeah. he wants to spend his free time. So you know, whatever, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. So yeah, definitely not a time waster. Like it's it it's it's a time waster if you make it a time waster that's that's i think that's like the best way to answer it i mean i think that people think it's a time waster because they always picture the extreme you know where you just for, forget about everything you need to do and you become so undisciplined that gaming is all you do right and people think that as soon as you pick up a game that you cannot let it go it's like yeah. a, it's like a drug you know and that's not how it really works i mean like <clears throat> 
not yeah, everybody. For, 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 there, is, I think I think there's like the minor, there's a minority of cases that 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 are that they get addicted and whatever. Like I mean, there, there's like there's hundreds of cases of people literally dying, dropping dead from playing too much yeah, games. I, I, I think you mentioned a documentary a while back. And yeah, that. yeah, like people like, like in, in Korea, in, 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 in Korean and Korea, and in China and in Japan, they've got like PC PC cafes where people are going to play games. So they're like, they found people dead because they've they've, they've played for like twenty five hours straight. Yeah. They got dehydrated, sleep and drink, and yeah, whatever, yeah. like sleep deprivation and uh, whatever. But that's that's because it's a it's a. Because this is so. First, this is a minority. Like, uh, this is a very small amount of people playing games that get addicted to those extents. And because yeah. the way the human mind works and the way media works, we tend to amplify those minority cases, and we tend to larger them. Because nobody cares about me that like plays games only after six p.m. That's not news. That's nothing. That's nothing crazy. But if you hear about someone dying from playing 25 hours a day, then that becomes like an interesting thing for you to think about. And then you can like start amplifying it, start amplifying that and they go like, oh my God, it's like your parents telling you to not waste time, not, not waste time playing games or whatever because they're addicted. But at the same time, uh, I've seen a lot of people on Facebook, like senior people, they just believe any kind of bullshit news they read. So it's just sort of a perspective. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a minority of cases where games can ruin and do ruin people's lives and they just get amplified so much from a combination of being exposed in media and the human mind just latching to anything that's extreme and trying to amplify that. So yeah, that's that's why I think that, that, that there's this big stigma that people think that games are for losers and they're addicting and anyone that plays games is like either super fat and ugly or super skinny and nerdy and like all they do. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions about gamers like <clears throat> your classical, typical antisocial introvert uh, gamer, right? But there's whole shades of different gamer types. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be an antisocial skinny uh with pimple you know guy that's always uh you know uh rude and um passively aggressive no that's just one way to look at things you know just how every guy that works out is you know uh, dumb always, uh, <laughs> dumb <laughs> stupid yeah stupid and a meathead and whatever you know not every not everyone um I, li I like about... I, li I like the working out reference you put in there. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We we should rename this podcast to, to making references about working out. out. Yeah, it should be about working out from now. Uh, all right. What do you, What do you think about? Um, I want to I want to hear your take on professional gaming, cool. professional gamers and streamers. Right. Let's put streamers in that uh, category, yeah. even though. Uh, you don't have to be a professional gamer to be a streamer, but l let's just talk about gaming as a as a profession nowadays. Okay. Uh, what do you What do you think about? Um, think about all that? So that, that's that's a that's a nice segment to squeeze in another question from Natalie, and she's asking, she's asking, is 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 it re a real sport? Is gaming a real sport? Um, mm, yeah, that's a very good question. So yeah, professional gaming. So now you can make crazy money. Uh, from playing games if you're really good at them I'm talking about insane money so if you look at um, the uh, 
prize pool for a Dota 2 tournament, it goes above $2 million. The prize pool. Jamie from Joe Rogan just pulled that up. <laughs> yeah, so oh, if, you, if, you, if you just type Dota 2 prize pool, uh, in Dota 2, the international price pool, and just tell me what's the, the number. Dota 2 price pool 2019. Oh my god, 30 million bucks. There you go, 30 million bucks. So so this is, okay, so this is just one uh, the team, the, uh, uh, Sorry, the teams competing in the international 2019 will be playing for the biggest purse in esports history. The price pool for Dota 2's biggest tournament is now worth more than 30 million dollars. Yep. Or 24 million pounds. Yep. So you can make. What? So a, you can make. Uh, so this is just tournament winnings. Um, in the time where they're not playing in the tournament, and let's say. Um, so you got sponsors, you've got. You have uh, computer parts companies sponsor you, you have energy drinks companies sponsor you, coffee companies, all kinds of companies will sponsor you. So you'll make money from that. If you're streaming, if you're a fa if you're a successful streamer, you can companies can pay you. So let's say if I'm a comp if you're a streamer that that's really famous, you get consistent like I don't know, uh, like like Shroud. Shroud makes like I don't know thirty million thirty thousand viewers on an average every time you open up his stream. And if you're if you're that kind of a streamer and like fifty thousand dollars every time he streams no 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 he he has 30 no no probably much more than that so he has he has thirty thousand concurrent viewers on his stream right um so let's say if i'm a company a triple a company that made a video game um i can ask you to play my game on your stream and pay you for that you know how much they get paid per hour they get paid let's take this shroud guy how much do you think he gets paid uh up to twenty thousand dollars per hour wow that's steep you can get up to 20k per hour to play a game on stream that a company sponsored you for um yeah, that's just insane so and then there's also money that comes from subscriptions if you're a twitch streamer um you you get people can subscribe to your channel for like five dollars a month and depends on how big you are the, the bigger you are the more percentage of that money you get so you might get half then you might get i don't know 60 percent or whatever um so you can get a lot of money but if you if we're talking about it from the from the sports side and this is something i've been following for for a long time since i was playing league of legends and like league of legends were was kind of like where esports and the whole gaming is a sport thing kind of started exploding because they started having bigger tournaments and whatever but right. so do i think it's do i do i think it's gaming is a sport um so if you compare it to a gamer a professional gamer that plays uh on tournaments and, and plays in the team and does their job and you compare it to an athlete they do the same kind of things they both spend copious amounts of times practicing uh, so if you're let's say if you're an MMA fighter uh, or if you're a footballer you go to practice every day you practice different kicks you, you, you practice you eat according to your goals your whole life is overtaken by practicing for whatever events coming up because you need to remain good and with gamers it's 
it's a similar it's a very similar thing because like I'll I'll talk to you about my favorite uh, professional Counter-Strike player uh, is this guy named Simple. Uh, he's Ukrainian. Simple has over 16,000 hours of game time in Counter-Strike. And wow. And if, if you haven't played Counter-Strike competitive, like I'm talking, not, not going on stage, but like competitive, like playing for a rank in the online ladder. Counter-Strike is a very mind-taxing game. It's a very tiring game. If when I, I, I cannot play more than three games in a row without getting tired and frustrated because it, it's it's a very punishing game. It's a very hardcore game. It's very punishing if you do bad you and you play with the team, whatever. So if I have to imagine, like these guys play for like 10 to 12 hours a day so they can get better and they can remain good, they can train for a tournament or whatever. Um, I cannot imagine how my brain and my sanity is going to cope with playing uh, 10 hours of Counter-Strike every day or playing any competitive game for more than 10 hours a day. So I think um, in the in the um, normal sense, in the, in the normal sense of the word athlete, I don't think gamers are really athletes. But boy, do they put in the work to be the best. So if you, if you want to be... Like imagine, like, imagine even being a streamer you have to stay relevant it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like asking the question is a professional chess player an athlete true right? yeah exactly right kind of like in that in that same area yeah where it's not a physical activity but it's more of a mental sport and we don't have those we don't have a lot of those you know we have a lot of traditional physical sports right but not a lot of mental ones and this gaming um sport like you know uh, argument can 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 be made that gaming is another i mean chess is a game right so gaming is another you know mental sport maybe there should be a, um different olympics right there should be like the classic olympic games and there should be you know uh, like uh, olympics uh, that are centered around uh, mental games and mental sports right yeah um, so yeah, I think in, in, in that term, you could say that it, it's a real sport because the guys, the, the, like, it might sound like the dream that, it might sound like the dream that your job is playing video games and that's how you make your money and all you have to do all day is just play games. But you don't, you don't realize how taxing that could be on your mind, on your social life. You have to do it every single day. You can't really take a week off. You can't really, if you're like, even if, if you're a streamer, you can't really take days off or anything because someone else is going to be streaming when you're not. Someone else is going to get your viewers. Someone else is going to get your relevance. Um, so you're really going to think about that. It's just like, imagine the the grind these guys go for sitting in a room for 10 hours on your own every day, playing the same game, practicing the same things, losing, uh, winning it uh like staying focused so it's a crazy crazy amount i will never i don't think i will have like as much as i love video games i don't think i could ever be a professional gamer or a streamer just because i don't think my mind could cope so i think it takes a strong mind and resilience to be able to go through this like rigorous training 
I mean, that's obviously on a professional level. Like, if you're, like, just right. amateur or whatever, like, it doesn't matter. But if you want to be the best of the best, if you want to be competing for those $30 million, if you want to have companies pay you $20,000 per, per hour to play their game, you don't, you cannot get away without putting in the work and without preparing. So in that in that sense, I could say, yeah, I think it's a sport because just when you think about the life you have to live as a professional gamer to to stay good and stay relevant, it's it's a very brutal lifestyle. It might sound like the dream at first, but um, imagine like, yeah, just imagine yourself playing the same game every day for 10 plus hours every single day monday to sunday doesn't matter just imagine just imagine sitting for that long every day it's like there's no lunch breaks like you cannot get up physically it's very taxing yeah yeah it's taxing not in a yeah. not in a strength way i mean it's not like you have to push yourself it's the it's actually the complete opposite you have to let your body in a way deteriorate day by day you know yeah so like oh yeah well most of them actually do so there's it's so big that like in korea and in in japan and in in other countries too but mostly in uh because korea korea is south korea is like an extremely like gamer oriented place like they treat they treat like the way they would treat like a professional starcraft 2 player there is the way they would treat ronaldo you know in portugal yeah it, it's wow. it's it's literally that amount of, of celebrity so like uh they have gaming houses so like if if you if you're like a team of five people uh there's like a lot of gaming houses where you live together you live in the same place together and you you practice every day like you sit in the same room with uh, you have like professional setups and whatever but this shit is insane because they get their personal chefs who cook them like healthy stuff to like like talking about like stuff that has like Assets to help their coordination and and like brain and, and short memory and whatever they have like their own gym inside the house like like not not like a gym like a polar bar like an actual proper luxury style gym. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like it it's crazy like how serious it gets uh, and the the amount of money that goes in. Yeah, you can get a career in gaming um, from you can be a coach, you can be a, a caster, like you know the. The, the people that cast football games uh the, the, like you know the, the commentator the, uh, com- commentator, the commentator. I, I think i think it's called a caster i don't know i'm not sure commentary caster whatever um but you the can host. yeah you can right. per, you can pursue a career in that you can be a, a journalist or whatever so i think it's like yeah in terms of like if you compare it to like if you compare playing video games to playing football um the whole atmosphere and the whole career path and the whole sh- the, training and practice i think they're pretty similar it's just a different sport yeah, yeah. so yeah i definitely would say yeah i, w- I personally would think that playing games is a sport uh like uh, could be it, it's okay to be considered as an actual sport i'm just waiting for it to come up in the olympics i totally agree with you man i totally agree i think again people are very predispositioned by the general uh, you know, <clears throat> general association with athletes and sports, and that is the uh, physical expression of the of an activity. But there are uh, games and stuff like chess, for example, and uh, professional games like uh, competitive games like League of Legends, Dota 2, uh, StarCraft, Warcraft, 
um, Counter-Strike, these are very intense games. For example, StarCraft is like... Um, I remember uh, I used to look at uh, a few documentaries about building AI computers that would um, play against the best supercomputer in chess, right? So, and the goal of the uh, AI development team was to build an AI that could beat the world's uh, uh, strongest computer in chess, right? And it did. And then they decided to take it a level further and have that AI beat uh, uh, the best player in StarCraft and then have another AI be the best players in League of Legends. And the developers said that it was like thousand times harder for to develop an AI that could beat someone in League of Legends or StarCraft because the game is is way more complex than chess, right? Or Go, for example, the Japanese uh, game of Go. So these games are are extremely intense and they can get very competitive. And I personally, I've played competitive games with you so many times, you know that I get so frustrated and triggered yeah. um, every time I lose because it's just mind-boggling, you know? Yeah. How much, how much invested you get in, in just playing a game, right? And they always tell you, oh, it's a game, man, relax, have fun, but... Nah, you you don't have fun. You get really competitive, and you can get really frustrated if you if you suck at it, as I do, right? And um, so yeah, I think I think games could be considered a sport, an actual sport. It has all the characteristics of a of a of a sport as uh, a physical sport as we know today. You know. Yep. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> I, I agree too. All right, we, I think we had another question. Another question we have is from Mario, whose uh, his, his question is more specific about uh, advice, and his advice is how to deal with teammates uh, in, in when you're when you're playing games. Uh, uh, sorry, the question is why we shouldn't get frustrated with teammates. Um, I often get frustrated with teammates, um, but then. For me, like if I start getting frustrating playing the game, I start I stop having fun and then it gets frustrating and I get tired of the game. So my tip for that is every time you start getting frustrated from your teammates, it's just remind yourself that shit happens. You're not gonna win every game. You're not gonna have great teammates every game, and you're here to have fun. And if you get frustrated, the fun goes away. If the fun goes away, then you you probably start hating the game and you won't be having fun anymore. And that's just waste of a waste of a game. Um, so yeah, just remind yourself every time that whatever you know, shit happens. You 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 win some, you lose some. It's it's just the way it goes. Man, I want to compare this shit to working out so bad right now. <laughs> 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 no, but but seriously, you just have good days and bad days. It, not every day is a win day. Yeah, it's know? it's it's, it's very unrealistic got, to expect it. Yeah, you got a bad luck. You can blame it on the matching algorithm you can blame it on your stupid teammates having a bad day and you can blame it on all sorts of things but the reality is not every time you can carry your team most of the time your team is not gonna be 
on its best behavior, you know, on its top game, at the top of its game, right? Um, but you know, it, you just gotta accept it. Just wanna, wanna, just a bad game, just a bad day, just out of luck, you know, and just move forward. I, I I'm not really the one to say that. I think I'm. You, you got the right point, right? But, yeah. But I also, but because I get frustrated and triggered a lot when I play, say Overwatch or Black Ops or whatever. Um, and it's a team-based, uh, they're team-based games, right? I, I get frustrated easily. Uh, part of it is because I play these games at the end of my day, around 10 p.m. Usually that's when I hit you up and we, we play some games. And I'm stressed from day, and I, I, you're supposed to relax at the time, right? But if I put like a hard monitor <laughs> on my wrist or whatever, it my stress levels are going off the yeah, yeah. games and especially when i'm losing with which happens a lot because like at the end of the day my reflexes are not at their best i'm tired from working out or from work or from both usually and um i'm not uh you know uh i'm not at my at my best but i i, I try to remind myself it's like just a shitty day we 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 had a joke with you how Thursdays are the worst. Thursdays where we usually lose every single game. Every single game, yeah. Every single Red game. Thursdays. I don't know why. It's just Thursdays the day where we just suck <laughs> consistently, and um, and I just uh, you just try to accept that it's it, you're gonna suck on that day, and that's it, and you're gonna lose. Just yeah. part of the part of the game, I guess. Yeah, it could be it could be frustrating because it's, yeah, video, video games are really fun, but they're also like really engaging. And like if you're if you're like the the satisfaction you get when you pull off like a big play, like when when you pull up like we're in impossible to survive or impossible to win situation, and you turn around the the situation the the satisfaction is great. But if if someone messes it up or like if you choke it and you mess up. The, the the anger and disappointment is equal to the satisfaction. So, yeah. True. It's, like, it's like you're flipping a coin at the end and whatever lands, yeah. that's what you're going to... Yeah, you go extreme you know, on it, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think we should wrap it up right We should, right we should wrap it up. We've hit the... We're past the 15-minute mark as usual. Um, Great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to... Thank you for listening again. Uh, appreciate all the support appreciate all the love we get on instagram appreciate all the questions that are coming in if you want to be on the show if you have something to talk about and you feel like you have not an expertise but maybe like a passion or maybe a, a deep understanding of a, of a topic that you feel close to your heart and you feel like it would be appropriate for the show i mean anything is appropriate for the show really but yeah just hit us up on instagram send us a message and come come on the show we'll talk to you and stay tuned for next week. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. This was a great, uh, great episode from my perspective. Yeah, was really a, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. Uh, it was a fun one. And it uh, was really nice uh, getting perspective on gaming because um, it's not a topic people take seriously, to be honest. But I think they should start getting serious about uh, gaming as... Uh, an evolving part of our lives, which is here to stick around, you know.